Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you're able and join me in a responsive reading of Psalm 98, found on page 49 in your Black Appleton Psalter. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has worked wonders. His right hand, his holy arm, has won him victory. The Lord has given us his victory, has displayed his triumph in the sight of the nations. He was mindful of his steadfast love and faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the end of the earth beheld the victory of our God. Sing praise to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and melodious song. With the trumpets and the blast of the horn, praise and shout before the Lord the King. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and its inhabitants. Let the rivers clap their hands, the mountains sing joyously together. At the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to rule the earth. He will rule the world justly and its peoples with equity. Your presence touched me, and so my anxiety fled. I'm still walking through the fire, but no longer with dread. Living water protection poured over my head. This fight isn't mine. It's yours instead. That's a snippet from a piece written by one of my favorite poets. I chose it because it encapsulates a concept dear to my heart one that I have had to rely on pretty heavily over the past few years, and the topic I've chosen to speak on this morning. This poem exemplifies what I think it means to suffer well. God makes a lot of promises to us in the Bible. 
One of his less exciting promises is that in this life we will face hardships, trials, and tribulations. However, this promise is accompanied by still other promises. Promises to provide for all our needs, to make a way for us, to endure those trials and tribulations, to fight on our behalf, and to love us, undeserving as we are. So with this in mind, we know that we'll all suffer, but how exactly do we do that well? This year so far has definitely not been smooth sailing, but it has been different from previous years. In the face of hardships and trials, I don't spiral into the same pits of despair, hopelessness, and anxiety that I did as a freshman, sophomore, and occasionally as a junior. It's not easy, and it can still be a bit messy. At times, I've cried a lot, but an important part of suffering well is being honest about my emotions and how I'm feeling. And from there, rather than just wallowing in those emotions, I share them with God. A friend once gave me some really good advice on prayer. Be honest with God. I like to speak with God as I would with a dear friend, telling him how I'm feeling, what's on my mind. But the difference is that with God, I also acknowledge and recognize that his wisdom and knowledge greatly surpass my own. You see, a crucial part of suffering well is actually believing what is written in Proverbs 3.5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Part of what drives me crazy when I'm going through tough times is the thought of what I could have done differently. Why did this happen? Why didn't this work? But because I believe that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. I've realized that I don't actually need to have all the answers because someone I trust has them. Do you think Joseph thought anything good would come of being sold into slavery and betrayed by his own brothers? Did he expect to be elevated to second in all the land of Egypt? Could he have predicted that he would go on to save the lives of not just his family, but the people of Egypt and the surrounding areas? I aspire to the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the three friends of Daniel, who, when faced with the choice between worshiping an image of gold or being thrown into a fiery furnace, chose the furnace over disobeying God. When the king confronted them, they responded, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. I absolutely love this passage. The idea is not that God absolutely will do something, but that he can do anything. You see, the reason we are able to suffer well, and I do believe that we are all able to suffer well, is because God asks that we trust him. And when we trust him, we're not trusting that he's just going to do what we want him to do. We have to trust that he's able to do all things, but that he and his goodness will only do what is best for us. We've all made bad decisions, but there's a God who doesn't make mistakes. Sometimes he'll do the impossible, 
and enable you to walk around unscathed in the flames. Other times, he'll allow you to be tested and refined and strengthened. God refines us like a silversmith refining silver. It involves fire and remodeling, but it is nevertheless an intricate process during which the silversmith is always watching. I give this talk this morning as encouragement and as an exhortation to you all to suffer well. I know for a fact that some of you are going through trials of your own at this very moment. And I want to remind you that God has never left your side. God gives extraordinary amounts of strength to those who trust in him. He never intends for us to fight our battles alone. One of my favorite Bible verses, Deuteronomy 31.8, tells us that the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Paul tells us in Romans that we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Through our sufferings, we become better reflections of Christ. We learn new lessons, we become stronger, and we gain empathy. So what does it mean to suffer well? It means being honest with God. It's okay to be weak. It's okay to feel pain. But in that weakness, I've experienced that if you trust in him, God will grant you inordinate amounts of strength to endure. It means letting go of the idea that you need to have all the answers. You will never have all the answers. Rather, seek the Lord and you shall find him. Listen to him and he will guide you. Again, the battle is never your own. Suffering well means finding comfort in a God who loves you deeply. When you know that the God of the universe loves you, and that nothing can separate you from that love. The world seems a bit brighter, and your burden gets a bit lighter. Your suffering is not in vain, and you're stronger than you know. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now please stand as you are able and join us in the singing of our hymn, I to the hills will lift mine eyes, hymn number 200 in your crimson hymnal, hymn number 200.
now may God's peace rest, rule, abide, and comfort us as we leave this place, but never God's presence. From this day on, until we meet again, let every heart say, Amen. 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 <laughs>